0: We're back to Whiskey Hue, a podcast from three brown startup enthusiasts that pull back the curtain on business, culture and side pieces. (laughs) Not that type. We're talking emerging media, cannabis, blockchain and so much more without the bullshit. Most importantly, over
1: whiskey. America calls Clyde Black, Athul Brown and Anthony somewhere in the confusing middle. He's mixed with three brothers, (laughs) various shades of brown, bringing you the latest (laughs) in tech, business and startups mixed with a ton of sarcasm. Cue the music.
2: And West Philadelphia, born and raised, on the uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I just want uh, to stop. Uh, I just want uh, to stop uh, getting
0: with uh, it. Jeez. <laughs> welcome, welcome, I welcome, welcome, else. welcome to the Whiskey Hill. <laughs> uh, we're excited to be back. Um, it's been a lot going on over the last couple of days, and you know, with us being the Whiskey Hill and talking about business, tech, and most importantly, culture, we're excited to dive right in. Um, You know, we have a special guest today and, you know, this is going to tie right into our topic. But, you know, I'll let
1: the brown guy jump in (laughs) and kick it off. Thank you for that intro of racism. I appreciate it. Um, (laughs) Another day, more racism. Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Everyone, uh, Chris Witherspoon is our guest today. Um, I'm going to introduce him like I introduced him to the class. I had to wing it. Class in the class, I think, kind of loved it. So, so look at look at Chris, right? Look at all four of us. There we go. So I said to the Chris, I didn't know how to introduce him. I'm like, I got to do something cool. Asked me, I thought, you know what? Where I met Chris, so I said, Hey, class, you know where I met Chris Witherspoon? Because um, he came in and spoke on Wednesday to our financing new media ventures class the other day. And I said, we were. It was January sixth, twenty twenty one. We were storming the Capitol. And I was like, Hey, man, you're a minority. He goes, Hey, man, so are you. And then um and then we were like, you know, ten minutes later, we're in Nancy Pelosi's office, stealing some pencils, <laughs> breaking some windows, and we hear some gunshots. Like, oh shit, it's time to go. <laughs> Minorities, we out. So then we left, we had some drinks. No, I'm just kidding. So we met through uh another friend. As, which, as uh, the, up the, as the FBI comes knocking on the door one. Day.
2: <laughs> He's like, did we miss somebody? <laughs> Take a seat, man. They're already here, homie. <laughs> uh
1: I'm just kidding. Uh I'll tie it all up as how, how we met in a minute. Chris Witherspoon, on air personality with deep relationships in the entertainment. Vast knowledge of the business of media management, worked alongside and rubbed shoulders with the who's who of Hollywood. And he's founded the company Pop Viewers, which is literally about to blow up. So investors, I'm trying to get a bunch of folks on board. You know what I'm saying? So while you can get in um, all while being charismatic. And spilling a little tea on our favorite celebs. Checkmate. This man is it. So, Chris, jump in and go deeper on who you are and why you is here.
3: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, you really summed it up. I love pop culture. I've been covering it for about 10 years. Um, I got my start in the NBC Page program, which is like a crazy sort of apprenticeship. Um, where you give tours of studios, you work on SNL, you meet the likes of Kanye West and Prince, may he rest in peace, uh, and you kind of like, you know, you're like their their assistant for the day whenever they're at the studio or doing something, um, you know, um, for like a show. But I had a great time working in entertainment as a toolset. I've interviewed um, everybody, in mama. <laughs> and I love TV shows and movies. And I created a company called Pop Viewers. I will tell you guys all about that at some point. But download the app; it's in the Apple App Store right now, you guys. Um, but I'm excited to be here. I'm such an um, such a. Can, can we bring up nerd. The names? What did you say? Bring up
1: some of the names of who you have oh, interviewed, man. Go. We're going to talk about one in a little bit. Uh, well, listen, we're, start, we're name dropping here. Okay, we can yeah. start
3: small and go big or verse, verse, uh, vice versa.
1: Hey man, but, uh, nothing nothing to the people that you're going to mention in any order. Just put them all out okay. there. We're not going to put order to them. I don't want them to get all feel some yes, kind Anthony,
3: of way. Anthony, you did your amazing <laughs> intro with uh, Fresh Prince Bel-Air. We'll start with Fresh right. Prince Will Smith. I interviewed him several times. Uh, Denzel Washington, Matthew McConaughey, the Queen, Oprah Winfrey. Um, Regina King, Viola Davis, Kerry Washington, the list goes on and on and on and on. And it's so cool because I feel like I've been able to cover them now over the past 10 years and see so many stars who, like Lupita Nyong'o, uh, before she was famous, literally no one knew of her name really. And then that Mm -hmm. movie gets nominated 12 Years a Slave and they blow up. So it's been cool to interview some stars when they're unknown, when they're still struggling and then literally... It can happen in hollywood now over like nine months tiffany haddish i think a lot about tiffany haddish five years ago i was having lunch with her on the lot in los angeles she was in the carmichael show with gerard Carmich- uh, carmichael and like a small character she wasn't like the big star um, Loretta Divine was David Allen Greer, those were huge names on the call sheet. And six months later, Girls Strips comes out and she's like everyone's you know number one girl in comedy. So we
0: ready, we ready hey.
3: <laughs> 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 Yes. And she was that girl, listen, she was that girl at lunch uh, six months prior to being known and famous. She was ready then too. Yeah.
2: Nice, nice, amazing, Chris, nice. Amazing, Chris.
0: amazing, Chris. We're excited to have you. Uh, because at the Whiskey Hue, you know, we we talk business, tech, and culture. But most importantly, we like to drink whiskey. Uh, So you, as our special guest, you can introduce the whiskey that you want to bring to the table. Tell us what it is. We'll sip it during the show. At the end of the show, you can tell us your experience, how you got introduced to it, or a funny story about this particular
3: whiskey. Okay, so today I am sipping on some Bullet Bourbon. Um, Here's the bottle right here. I didn't drink all that. Yeah. I, I had a party. I will tell you the story you're, about that. You're, you're, you're <laughs> you ain't
2: got the lie, Christian. That's a lot. You ain't got
3: Ran out lie. of water, home <laughs> milk, and had some cereals <laughs> to finish. <laughs> That's a story that I will tell you guys about at the end of the podcast that involves Sunday night and Will Smith and Slapgate. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Oh, shit. All right. May, may I be a horrible friend for a minute? Yes. When you said Bill of Bourbon, I'm like, man, this poverty. <laughs> I'm, I know you're rich, all right? So,
3: I am so <laughs> not rich. I'm not going to get... You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> well, you're about to be rich with what we're putting in your cup. Oh, you better, because, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <'Cause>, so, um, <laughs> I'm not going to park money with some poor... Okay. No, I'm saying... So, all we got to do is, like... Uh, so um, like, Bullet <laughs> Bourbon, man. I'm, I'm trying to get all... I'm just trying to get us canceled. Because I already got one brand that's not going to ever on. sponsor oh, whoa, us.
2: Whoa, whoa, right. whoa. You want to get yourself canceled. <laughs> and this guy right here. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, is like,
3: right Clyde, Clyde sprung up. Is something wrong about Bullet Bourbon? Is it, like, trash? And I don't know it? No, no, no. no, 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 Athul has like, okay, he has
1: layers, levels. No, no, no. I get it. You've been doing it for a while. No, AG, man, he showed up as a young pup to my door one day, right? (laughs) 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 On his way to interview, he was wearing his breast, freshly printed, freshly ironed, you know, tank top, (laughs) (laughs) going to an interview. I could tell because he had suspenders on. He's like, hey, Athul, what you got to drink? So we are drinking five bottles deep. Ooh. I don't know where I'm going with this. But let's I go. I have no Five idea. I, He's I, like, hey, man, can you go to the liquor store? We <laughs> ran out of liquor. I'm like, you ran out of my liquor. <laughs> I'm like, no shirt, no so, service, oh, bro. I'm <laughs> kidding. Let me stop. <laughs> what, is that? That. what is going stop. on here? This is what so, happened. So, so ladies
0: and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, right, right bullet the ship, Bur- God, right Yeah, the I know, I know. Bullet bourbon is <laughs> what we're going to be sipping on today. Uh, Chris is our special guest. And we're going to dive right in. So, you know, Chris, um, there's a lot of pop culture going on um you know i'll just open the, open the table you know everyone wants to know a take on chris rock will smith
3: what's your take okay so i want to go back to sunday night and just what that night meant to someone like me someone who covers entertainment someone who covers movies and tv shows uh i've been covering will smith for the past 10 years by covering him i'm not like you know Literally putting blanket on him, but like reporting on his story and kind of unpacking all his highs, all his lows and all that he's done. And I think that Will Smith is very interesting as an actor, you guys, because he broke so many records at the box office. A very young age, you know, he had three films come out that were number one back to back over three years. Bad Boys, Men in Black, Independence Day, uh, made over one and a half billion dollars at the box office. And then he had a bunch of successes later on, but never really got the love from the Academy. And normally it's the other way around. Normally you get the love from the Academy at some point. Then you get the big paycheck for the movies you do. Then you get paid 20 million dollars for a film. So Will's one of those actors who kind of did it in a reversal, and so it meant so much to me to see him nominated, to see him as the front runner for the best um, actor category. He was going to make history. He did make history as the fifth Black actor. We got a problem still. Uh, fifth, uh, fifth Black man to win best actor. We still got a long way to go with diversity in the Academy. Holly Berry is, on, is the only woman who's won Black woman who's won best actress still. 20 years later, she's the only Black woman who's won best actress still. So. I feel like the moment of what Will Smith accomplished is completely diminished by what he did. And it it, it still blows my mind that he walked up to that stage, that he smacked um, Chris Rock. And I'm still trying to piece together why. I don't think that we have gotten any sort of an interview, any sort of a statement from Will that really makes sense. The speech he gave was great, but I feel like that speech didn't really unpack what was going through his mind and how he decided to choose violence over... Something else, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: And then one one thing I will say to that is I think we'll find out a little bit more. They just announced that they're gonna be doing a red table talk, Will and Jada. <laughs> That's what's led to this shit, man.
1: But they're not coming to this. August Alcina Tupac. They're not coming to this. They should come they to you yeah. yeah. like come on. They should. Yep, we we decline. Yep, yep, we yep. decline. We yep. have okay. okay. okay.
2: we have
0: we have a, we have a certain qu- level of quality yeah, that we keep. Cut here with the upper
2: Listen, because listen, I'm from Jersey. I gotta keep it real. So I can't, i can't, I'm like, Will, you fucked up. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, was I that
3: I do hope that they do the interview very 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 soon because this is interesting. How much misinformation's out here. Like all within this week, you know, Will Smith put a statement out. Chris Rock has said really nothing. Um, But the Academy this week, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, has said that they that they literally asked Will Smith to leave. But then there's reporting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's reporting that um, Will Smith was not asked to leave, that a conversation was happening about it, but he was not asked to leave. He did not refuse to leave. That makes him look really bad. That makes him look aggressive. And wait. I think even more toxic than just being somebody who smacks someone. Um, and then Will Packer, who's executive producer of the Oscars, he's behind so many great films. I like think like a man, girl's trip, bringing it back full circle. EP yep. of that. Yep. This is the first all black production team for the Oscars. And this happened. Wow, so Will Packer, good, man. Thank God Will Packer is speaking and Will Packer is kind of piecing things together. And he said that when the slap happened, he was, you know, he's the EP of the show um, for the first time. And he said that when Chris Rock came off stage, he literally went to Chris and he was like, did he just hit you? Because he still didn't think he hit him. He thought it might have been a bit. Still, he thought it might have been a bit. Um, even though Will was yelling and cursing and everything. And Chris was like, yeah, he definitely. Well, uh, what did he say? He said he put them Ali fists on me. <laughs> like <laughs> He still
0: had jokes. He still had, had jokes. jokes at the time. He, yeah.
3: he went Ali on me and he punched me. Um, but he really smacked them. So what ended up happening was um, immediately the LAPD were called and Will Packard took Chris Rock into his office. And what I'm being told is that Chris Rock – was basically trying to get the LAPD to just, like, stop talking, get out of here. They were like, you can press charges. We can go physically remove him out of his seat right now. He's sitting wow. in the um, audience. We can go get him. And Chris Rock was like, no, I don't want to do it. I, you know, no, 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 I don't want him to go down like yeah. that. Um, That's the right thing to do. Agreed. I mean, That's look the right at look the history of, of Black men with police brutality. Exactly That, that sort of Mm-hmm. Image of the LAPD coming out there and getting Will Smith from his seat, which they would have tried to not make it a big deal, but it would have gotten pickup somewhere.
1: Um, yeah, Uncle and- Phil would have thrown his ass right out, man. <laughs> <I'm> still- <laughs> He's the only dude you can... Count. You know what I want to see? Chris, you got to go on your story, but the, the, what I want to see is that posse on posse fight. You got Jazzy Jeff and Adam Sandler, sweat toot to sweatsuit fight, man. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> we got shirts and skins. We got sweatsuits on sweatpants, that's man. It. Come on. No, but I mean,
3: you got to feel I'm, I'm friends with Janet Hubert, uh, the original Aunt Viv. I'm uh, very close friends yeah. with her. We talk um, on a regular basis, and I spoke to her since this happened, and she did a, a, a Instagram video that's all over the shade room everywhere, but she said it yeah. on the video that she just like uh, so often as actors, we have to put up with a lot of. I won't say how she said it. C- can I curse? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, a lot not. of shit from people, <laughs> and sometimes you want to smack. You want to smack a bitch. You know, you want to smack somebody. Um, and, and this is a
2: bit. What? what? Yeah. yeah
3: <laughs> <And> <laughs> said that Will got Will reached a boiling point that so much. So many of us have to find ways to navigate through, and so basically Aunt Viv, you know, is co-signing Will's smackalation. Um, Smack yeah. yeah, didn't he yes. kick her
1: off the show early? early he picked her He he had her replaced, right? Yeah. So that interesting. So, uh, so, so they came back around. They came HBO back around.
3: Hand. Yeah. I mean, ten years ago, I don't think uh Jamie Huber was really in a place to. <laughs> <friends> with Will <laughs> yeah. Smith, but they had, she's like arrest, arrest cat. <laughs> he stole the whole reunion, you guys. Like the whole reunion was was really about her. Um, yeah. But yeah, you guys. So we're we're trying to figure out where this goes. April eighteenth yep. will be the day, as of, as it stands right now, that the academy will announce their vote in terms of him being expelled from the academy. Just so you know, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, they've mm-hmm. all been expelled. Um, but there never has been an actor, actress, producer, anyone who's been forced to, to give back their Oscar. If that happens, okay. that will be historic. Even Harvey Weinstein, he won an Oscar. Uh, for best picture in 99 he got to keep it even though he was out here raping people and convicted them
1: um, yeah don't let Clyde. that's the one you do not laugh at man come on even i know that <laughs> <laughs> cut that out
3: please
1: yeah, i'm
3: sorry i, I said it in, in a funny way no but no but I, we know what you meant we know uh, we you know mean.
2: what you meant and I, I, we're our listeners
3: you know but it'll be interesting are, to see sarcastic It'll be interesting to see if Will's Oscar is taken away. And also, you guys, the business of being Will Smith, will this really, will he be able to bounce back? Will he still be able to get paid $20 million a picture or more? I hope so. I'm rooting for him. I'm pulling for him. I was telling a tool that um, when I spoke to his class. Ooh. I've I've interviewed a fool, Sorry, that I've interviewed Will Smith. <laughs> I just stopped
2: calling him a fool
3: about like half a month ago. I know. Hey, brown kid. <laughs> okay, so don't worry about it. Sorry,
2: Chris. <laughs> no, but
3: right. I've interviewed Will many, many times, you guys, and he's one of the good guys. I can tell you some A-list actors yeah. who are not who off-camera they are complete and utter, um, not nice people trying to speak better for you guys. Um, And then when the camera rolls, they're like, oh my God, so great to see you, Chris. So great to be here. Um, But when the camera's off, they treat you like you ain't shit. So Will is not Uh, that person. Will is the same person off camera. If you're at a party and you got a cocktail and you bump into him, he will talk to you for 20 minutes and really talk to you and let you be seen and heard. Um, So I hope that he can get back from this or bounce back from this.
0: Yeah, a couple of things there. So I think Will Smith is in a position now where it doesn't matter if he's okay or not because he's now owning his narrative. He has ownership in a lot of things. He's uh, the Westbrook. I think it's Westbrook Entertainment mm-hmm. where he's producing shows. He's he's behind the scenes director, and I think he has a big enough track record and history of being a good person, like you said. To well, this won't impact him a lot. Um, Will Packer. I know you touched on him a little bit earlier, and him being the first black producer. Of the uh, of the show, had record numbers. It I think it was I fifty. It. <laughs> I think it was fifty percent six greater than the last six zeros. Six, Was it before
1: six, the fight? Eight. Was it before the fight or after? Like after or before too? That's just what, I'm curious. Overall. Overall, yeah.
0: it was
2: it was a, it was a good show. Listen, yeah, it was a, a good show. show. Yeah, I, a good I, show even, I even watched it and I was like,
1: ah, Gina Hall said something yeah. about it before. And he, you know, they, she was they, safe. They was did good. a great job with,
2: like, yeah. you know, the entertainment side of it. And yeah. and, you know, I was watching it, which is a, a, a really a stretch against my. Well, my I, think, Star, I, think, I don't think don't think the about reason it.
3: why the Academy chose Will Packer and that they allowed there to be an all black production team is because the culture is driving culture right now. Black, we are black people, brown people, we are really the drivers behind <laughs> culture, behind consumerism, behind st- the sales of sneakers, yeah. the trends on TikTok, class. fashion, everything. They opened the show with Beyonce for a reason. Beyonce puts butts in exactly. seats, okay? Yeah. And yeah. then they sprinkled, yeah. they sprinkled, I think, a great amount of diversity. No, actually, Serena Williams and Venus opened the show. Then they tossed mm-hmm. to the Beyonce, um, who's out in Compton, just giving you black power everywhere, uh, the right. Oscars is realizing that we are driving culture right now, and that's why ratings were so huge. In addition to Slapgate, So my yeah, biggest yeah.
2: concern is that it doesn't—it it turns into like the uh, Nipplegate or the Super Bowl when they when they when they try to step out with the Oscars, and then next year they go you know they go all the way backwards and go back thirty oh, years and make it, it all all and bland.
1: And yeah, I don't think they go that way. Yeah. Look, man. So like, remember when? And I'm a big fan. These guys tell me they kind P- Pigeonhole me as an rb cat before i'm hip-hop i love r&b music right and i'm a hip-hop dude too but chris brown we thought he was done after what he did i know people in my circle female and male said we're not listening to him back then yeah and they're all streaming everything he's got because he came out with a. he and drake were like ping pong and hit after hit after hit for like four years straight yes. right until pre-pandemic i'm saying uh and now it's just been drake so chris is going to come back like chris, i mean well you can't and Will Smith, no, I'm saying like Chris came back, like he's going to come back post-pandemic with some good music. Will Smith's going to be the same. It just sucks because, man, these are people like, OK, so I'm from outside the community. But these are people that when I was growing up, Bill Cosby was the only one that kind of looked like in a color relation to someone that was with us. We grew up where I'm from. uh Anthony likes to call it Punjab. Uh <laughs> <where> we, <laughs> Punjab. Like we have beat driven music. So we related to black oh, American culture yeah. here on TV. Got so it. Bill Cosby was like one of the first minorities we saw. That, OK, there's someone that's kind of different than everyone, like Jack Tripper and all the rest of them and friends and all that. Right. So that's cool. Um, I remember I said this in class, like so Will Smith was when they had the fresh pins of Bel Air was like the softer version of Martin. I love Martin more mm. just because I love that. Cause, and it was like I almost felt like so obviously we know Will Smith's the bigger star. We know that. Yeah. And you, and you mentioned, you reminded me, Martin was the biggest star at the time when bad boys came together. But I was like, Quincy Jones was behind fresh Prince. I like business models. Yeah. Quincy Jones softens it and makes it accessible to the masses. Yeah. So he took fresh, he was like taking, like you saw him doing like Martin doing the running man. Two weeks later, you know, Will Smith's doing the running man. Not as good as Martin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like Will Smith, I'm, I'm down with him. So then it was like, okay. So it was like the softer version of Sears, like, you know, like of, of Martin and that whole thing. Now you see, when you saw Ali, that's the first time I'm like, damn, this dude's a really good actor. And you're like, someday he's going to get it someday. And then, you know, like he was doing whatever kind of role and, you know, he was supposed to get the matrix role. He turned it down for West, West, uh, that West, West, wild, wild West. Sorry. Yeah. Wild, right? wild West. Yes, yes. He could have been matrix. So like, you know, Chris story? Rock could have used some of that dipping back, you know, Dodger <laughs> slap or something, but, um, but, um, and, um but like, it just came full circle and you, he was doing, those, we, we talked about that. he was doing the right kind of roles, like the one where he donated his organs in like the con- the concussion one. He's oh, yeah. just trying to get the Oscar now because yeah. he's deserving of it. And it just sucks that this had to happen. Now, Chris Rock took a hit like a champ. He really did. Right. And he stood, he stood, and he looked good, like in that blue, it was like a blue, that was a nice tux, man. said help. that
3: I think was really powerful hmm. that I didn't really think about? He was like uh, that Chris Rock in many ways saved the Oscars. He said if Chris mm. Rock had handled that differently, the whole show might have literally had to stop. Uh, if Chris yep. Rock had fought him back, if they began rolling on the stage um, or or that would have been a quick fight. Yeah. Like he said, <laughs> that the show, literally the FCC would have like they would have pulled the pulled the plug on the show. It, it might have little, we might have seen bars on our screen and it might not have come back. So it, right.
1: Australia would have had 18 angles on that thing, man. Like a fight. For real, <laughs> In the real. Australia shows you everything.
3: It's
1: crazy.
0: And then speaking to Chris Rock, I mean, yes, he was he was a true professional. But, you know, I don't know if you guys heard, but this tickets for his upcoming comedy tour They've all skyrocketed. Eight thousand right? so dollars right
2: now.
3: Eight thousand dollars. selling for it. Oh hell no! Really? And the worst so, part.
2: Worst part. I was going to buy because him and uh, Kevin Hart. Chris,
1: I can't invest yeah. in your company. Kevin
2: now. Hart were doing uh Kevin Hart were doing
0: a show, and I was <laughs> going to buy tickets, <laughs> but oh, okay. yeah. So, so
2: have I
1: have
0: tickets. <laughs> I have tickets. I have tickets to both.
1: Wow. Uh, before, he's going to say before you, it, you know you're going to sell them, so you can buy some 113th share of Robinhood.
3: I hope that Chris I hope that what he does, and this will be so smart if he does it. This this, this is my business idea. Chris Rock is doing this tour. He's coming out there wearing these all-white suits. As of yet, he hasn't really said Will's name or talked about it. But I'd rather him film something, like bring a crew with him Tuesday, next week, whatever, when 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 he he, he really feels ready to do it, and and leave it on the stage. You got smacked while you were trying to do a bit. Just so you guys know, what Will Packer said is they had about four jokes in the prompter that Chris Rock was going to say, and they were great jokes. The G.I. Jane joke was not one of them. Chris Rock came out an improv before he got to the prompter. Um, yeah. What I'm saying is, I would love to see Chris Rock, instead of sitting down with, with uh, you guys, which I want him to come to you guys, or Oprah or Diane yeah, Sawyer, I'm like, what? Oprah, you gotta wait. Yeah, why don't you give us an HBO or a Netflix special? Because they can cut those things really quickly and and yep. get paid for it. He, he can ask mm. any amount and he can get paid for it, for a one-hour special. Yeah, he talked.
0: He talked about that. He did his first show, I think, uh, early, earlier this week. Tuesday. And, yeah, and he, and he was like, I'm still processing. I haven't had it. I wrote, I wrote this whole show. Because when you're a comedian, they work on the show for, like, months, yes. almost a year yes. before you get it out. So he was like, I'm still processing. So in my mind, by summertime, he's going to have right. some." He's going to have some good shit to, uh, yeah. you know what the perfect thing is You know
1: what the perfect thing is? We talked about this, right? The perfect thing, and it's not my idea. I wish I had this. They should do a Comedy Central roast, Will Smith, Chris Rock hosts. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> no, because they could soften a lot of shit because they say some foul stuff up there. But that's like, because I don't think Will Smith's that guy. Yeah. And there's a oh. West Philly that came out for a minute and a half. But like I don't think he's that guy. He's a very calculated. If you've ever seen him on talk shows, like he's got the boisterous laugh. Mm-hmm. He's probably a really genuine dude. You know him better than I do. But like. It's everything's somewhat calculated, right? And like the, the, you know, it's, it's, they all have to be right. It's a presentation in the source, but he's a really good dude from what you said. Can I say one thing though? I'm a dude that needs comedy in my life. These two know it. right. I I need comedy in my life. It just gets me go Like
2: comedy would kind of be straight now and then comedy goes way off the cliff. All the, you know, I'm, it's, I'm, it's, I'm down with all of yeah, it, man. Yes like you can't.
1: 100. I 100 agree with you. Cool. I don't believe a Duke should get should get his ass kicked. That wasn't even a joke. Like the mm-hmm. stuff he said in 2016, they brought up with the Rihanna. That shit is funny. Yeah, I mean, that shit is funny, what man. Is and can I, okay. Are or, or
3: you guys all three? of You a question? Are you all married or or, or in relationships? Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, else?
1: yeah. Okay. relationship That's what AJ says said. Okay.
2: I'm about to be a dad soon, yeah, so yeah. Wait, can I'm, we? I'm very curious to hear. Oh yeah, my I'm very
3: curious. and I'm sorry to be take it over the podcast but i'm very curious to hear from three men of color who are straight who 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 have wives or girlfriends do you think that because people now are talking about jada and listen i like jada great woman but they're trying to say that jada in many ways in in many ways is behind that moment and behind sort of the downfall of will i'm just curious from you guys do you do you feel that way I like my life, crazy. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <So, so. laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, I'm a gay black man. We like we don't fight over, like we don't have to defend each other. I can handle mine. Yeah. My, if I have a boyfriend, mm-hmm. he can handle his. But I feel like with with the the the, the female male dynamic in a relationship, and the face she made, the eye roll she made, I think it triggered Will to to make an action. That I feel like there's so much more to that than what we than what we even know. Um. I will say this for, and, uh, yes. I'm, I'm a play. I'm, I'm, a,
2: I'm <clears throat> dancing on the edge of the fence. I'm like, I'm going to play, play this right now for someone who's gone through trauma in the past couple years. I, I can recognize when someone snaps. Right. And it was, that was to me, to me, how I take it in retrospect, because I wasn't watching it actually turn to something else. But looking back, you can kind of tell when someone's had a bubble, tons of other stuff bubbled up mm-hmm. That had to me to me had nothing to do with that joke.
1: Yeah, it was absolutely. It was
2: like he was he was at the boiling point. He was at 995 99%, percent boiling point already. And that joke, and whatever he turned to the left and looked at looked at his wife and went right over the edge. I feel like he was just he's holding on to so much, and and like and it just finally hit. I think you know in a better light and you know more more hey, people always like hey you need more therapy i was like no what he needed to do was just walk off and go back and go behind the stage and just breathe for a second but it's easy to say that now right yeah. like, and, and 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 he you know he was wrong but i'm not going to answer your question directly chris because again i like my life I will. Okay, so. go ahead Till. go to ask the question
1: no, I love Will Smith, right? I love both these cats. Uh, clearly, Will Smith's like globally a bigger star. We took, we took kind of yeah. chatter on this the other day. Chris Rock, I love Chris Rock. I love Dave Chappelle. I love, and I'm going to get into DL Hughley's story in a minute. Okay. Um, cause I, that's, he's one of the most under, underloved or under, underappreciated comics of his time, I think. But, um, I think all this stuff, because will and we said this, this pre-slap. All right. So don't cancel my ass. Go ahead. Fuck okay. it. Everyone's trying to cancel my ass. So Will Smith, when the whole August Alcina thing came out on that episode that that, that day, this was four months ago, listeners, I said, hey, you know, Will Smith's the bigger star, and that's got to be rough to come on a show. You're helping your wife show. She, mm-hmm. I mean, she's She's got a dope following, but it's a dope following in her circle and that circle. Will Smith takes it to another level. And then you're going to say that to him? And then he has to deal with that. That's public. Okay, that's become – and then you already had the Tupac thing out there, Yep. right? Yep. You're married to the biggest superstar on the planet who's done so much for that your culture. And then you're going to say, oh, well, Tupac hit it for <laughs> – <Like>, or whatever <laughs> she said in that letter, right? He had the love of my – he was the love of my life. That's rough to hear, man. And then you're like – he laughed at Chris Rock's jokes, bring it back to present day. He laughed. For, he said hello. He's, well, yeah, I mean, he said he's laughing when Chris Rock said it got some slide eye over there and he's like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta move. <laughs> she, yeah. So I feel and like I think, a lot of it was driven that way. And to Chris's question, like, Yes,
0: I feel
3: like someone's got to answer it. it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Stand up. Stand I just up. did.
3: She drove him to it. Her fault. That's my, no. But can I tell you why I'm asking you guys this? I was on MSNBC last night on primetime cable with my friend Joy Reid, who hosts a show called The Readout. And she asked me that question. She asked me about Jada. And I wasn't, it was such a, and I love Joy, but I wasn't ready. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Because there's the thoughts that I have, but I don't want to say
1: on national TV <laughs> exactly. it,
3: that they need to break up and that Jada is taking him down. Down, yeah. I was
1: she's taking yeah, him down, but I think she's like she's it's, it cuts like to Ag's point. It cuts like having to deal with all that, right?
2: Well, no, it, it's, so, so the thing is when you when you speak such to, the catches depending on your your sphere of your, your thought process. You got like you said, Chris. He's such a positive person, right? I, I appreciate mm-hmm. his positivity. Mm-hmm. I appreciate how he, how he comes Everything. off, and, and and he owns you know his his growth. It owns his mistakes. And then that happens, right? And then to, to to some people, that's it. He's done, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you, it, it depends on your circle. depends on your culture. depends on your race, right? It depends on a lot of things where you just like, all right, let, I'll let it go. But I just, again, I'm not going to answer your question directly. i I let us let do it. But. Coward. I, <laughs> Rookies. I, I'll come in. Listen, I, got yes, a lot, I, I got a, I, I got a I, lot of growth to do.
0: I would say, yes, He, he she was taking him down. Um, but. I felt like in the moment, as you know, you feel like you're a protector, you want to do what's best to make the person that you love, no matter how they feel, how you feel about them taking it down, et cetera, the mother your your kids, your wife, et cetera, you want to stand up for them. Now, I think that for me personally, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't hopped on stage, but I would have been backstage waiting on him after we got off oh, off the stage and, and did it in a more private way Yeah, so that, you know, because I think when you do stuff like that is more performative. Like you don't mm. really mean it. You're like, but if you do it more in a private way, you get the point across, you know.
1: And you're not necessarily doing it for the cameras. So you know, would have been as meaningful or even more meaningful without getting everyone in trouble. He, he, what he said afterwards, keep my wife's name out. If he just said that and didn't even go up on stage, that would have been enough. Then Chris is like, okay, you and I got like you and I had to run from the, the you know the chapel uh, January sixth, uh, Chris. Together, you heard the gunshot. <laughs> You catch each other's eye. You're like, okay, we needed to connect because I went too far. Yep. I don't think the joke was. Well, I shouldn't say anything. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this. DL Hughley. All right, this is when I was a kid. He would say the most. I used to stay up really late watching Comic View on BET. Comic right? View, because it was right yes. after you know Carter and the dude Simpson with the with the green eyes that all the ladies wanted. Yes. <laughs> you know so so you I would watch sense. him, and he would when he hosted yeah. it, he would beat the shit out of the people in the front four rows. So when I finally had money. 10 years later, 15 years later, I was in Chicago. He came to Chicago. I went to paid tickets. I was with a friend. And um, I I could afford to sit up front. I chose not to because I didn't want to get my ass beat in front of 10,000 people. Like, he was just like, hey, because I don't want to be one of the people he targets. He would just go in. Like, he would say some funny stuff. I still use his jokes to this day. They're so good. But, like, you make a choice. Like, okay. He shouldn't be canceled for anything. He said, I listen to Eddie Murphy Delirious now and I listen to Current Day. Damn, that last half of that. You cannot say any of that because people want to cancel. People are talking about canceling Chris Rock for what? Mm. For what? It wasn't that. In my opinion, if he knew about it, okay, talk about it that way. You can go far. Comics go far too far all the time, and maybe we can recalibrate that. But we're too damn sensitive as a society. I need comedy in my life. I work hard, and I need to. I need to have laugh. So I need people need that. We can't just keep canceling, muting comedians. Yeah, because that's what brings joy to this world. But
2: again, yep. it wasn't about the joke to me. It Had nothing to do.
1: Really, clearly, it was. It was about. It was about defending his August Alstina, baby. Okay,
3: and I think right, I think to meet <laughs> me up to, to to bring it back. I'm not looking for love. To bring it back, to so Jada as a journalist. I don't. I don't want to see them talk about this on the Red Table Talk. I'm happy that they're going to do that because I need to hear something, but I feel like I want to see Will Smith and Jada interviewed by a third party, whether that be Oprah or whomever, that can really, I think, unpack the slap and what build up the slap in a way that will allow them to say things that they might not say to each other on the Red Table Talk, you know? And I'm also curious, like, I feel like I don't know what Will Smith can say now to dig himself out of this hole. It's just gotten to be so, the pile on is so crazy. And you, when you have your contemporaries like Judd Apatow and, and, and D.L. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, Wanda Sykes. When you have your contemporaries in Hollywood turning on you, that's when you're a little bit in trouble. The fans are one thing. But when actors very rarely speak out, when they begin speaking out, you have to really figure out how to dig yourself out of that hole. So I'm curious what Will needs to say. And in, in whatever interview to put this to rest,
1: yeah. From yep. a business standpoint, that, right? Him going to Oprah, him going to Oprah, and he and Jada going to Oprah—that's cool. But then Jada and Will are business people. They're like, "Why don't we go give her this first shot? Let's do it on our round." Two. I get why they're doing. Do I agree too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you from a business Facebook, standpoint.
0: But like, yeah. Facebook already get cut them the check, so they're trying to get more eyeballs and downloads and yep. viewers. Yeah. But but on that note, you know, Chris, we have you here. We spent a lot of time around the slap her around the world. But I'm sure you got so. I'm sure you have so much so many more gems. Let's just do like a quick hot take of what's going on in the world. I'll start with uh Athul's hometown homeboy, Kanye
3: West. What are your thoughts on Kanye? Okay, so Kanye, um, that's a really great pack off Chris for <laughs> asking. I wanna I wanna take you back to when I was a page uh, at NBC, 2005. Uh, I, I had the Green Room assignment for the Today Show, which was a really great assignment. Um, and one day, like two weeks into my assignment, uh, Hurricane Katrina happens. And oh, Ann okay. Curry goes to Hurricane Katrina. Um, um, Al, Al Roker goes somewhere to, to cover it. He's somewhere in New Orleans. But two days later, they're like, Chris, can you work on the sixth floor for the telethon we're going to have for um, Hurricane Katrina? And I'm like, Sure. I know how to run the green rooms now or my little uniform. So I was with Kanye in the green room. This is 22 year old Chris before he was President Bush hates black people. And I remember that Kanye, we we knew someone in common because I was like hanging out in Soho a lot and like all in that like world a little bit. Uh, And he was he was a little bit older than me. He's like five years older than me, but he just felt like the Midwestern guys that I grew up with. And I knew kids in college that really respected him. And I remember I had so much respect for Kanye going out there during that live telethon and saying what he said that all black people were feeling in that moment. We don't want to say it that way, but we felt like had that been a white town in this country, the resources from FEMA and the the sort of quick response would have been a lot greater. Uh, Fast forward, I, I partied with Kanye one time at a party for BET, and he didn't remember me from the green room. But I remember talking to him. This is like 2012. And I remember talking to him and him being at this party. And he literally was standing right next to me. And I was like, oh, Kanye. You know, and he's a little shorter than me. And we talked for like a good 20 minutes um, just about like the industry, about music, about the show we were both there watching uh, like a screening of. He's one of the nicest guys. And I think that over the course of the past 10 years, I've not talked to him since then or seen him. Something's happened. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he literally has, um, well, he talked to, well, what'd you say? <laughs> Jada? I mean, Jada. Jada. Real. <laughs> well, listen, I think that, that, ment- Clyde, you shouldn't say that mental disorders are real. He, yeah. Kanye has talked about, he has a mental health problem. I don't know the nuances to what it, what exactly it is. Um, but I feel like what Trevor Noah said most recently, when he was talking about Kanye being banned from the Grammys to perform at the Grammys, Kanye still might come s- Sunday. And if they're smart, They would let Kanye perform because it will make all kind of ratings, like make like an 11th hour decision. But Trevor Noah said we need to counsel, not cancel. So that's my answer for Kanye. Counsel, not cancel. He wasn't always this guy. Um, He always had uh, so much artistry and talent. Let's help him get back to that.
1: He was always very outspoken. I met him at the GCI conference in 2003. 2003. If you look in the number two episode, the second episode that the of the con- trilogy. Yeah, I was
2: about to say that. Yeah. He's
1: saying when he was walking to the airport, they didn't show him at the conference. I was hoping because I would have seen a snippet of me because oh, I, I remember what I was wearing. No, but I wasn't in it because he was just walking to the airport saying, I'm going to GCI conference. And I was like, that's what I was talking about. He was going, that was after the blueprint and he was just popping off yeah. and then he was still talking the way he talks now. He's just a billion dollars richer now, yeah. right? So he's always been very confident. So let's put it that way. I love him though. I love that kind of crazy. I mentioned that the other day. I do
3: too. And I'll be I'm honest, I was never
1: it. someone who co signed him
3: being in the Kardashian uh That'll
1: kill careers, man, but he made it through. Yeah. I just, I <laughs> did, did he though? Did I, he though? <laughs> yeah. I don't
3: Barely. think that was the support Barely. he needed after his mother died. I feel like. After Donda died, and and the type of women that he could have pursued, I think that 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 uh, Kim and Kris Jenner and that family, they have a history and a track record um, that I don't think Kanye West should have been a part of. All right, nice. So, nice I nice. fully
2: fully agree, and I will endorse that statement. Uh, yes, I won't say anything. I have, anything to, I have no way
3: I won't say anything further. But um, so yeah.
0: So Chris, one more one more pop culture. Icon. Who else did you want to dive into?
3: Oh, one more pop culture icon. Let me think. Um, that's a good one. Like, who's who's who who are folks talking about right now? That's like really because this this week's <laughs> been saturated with with um Chris Will. not Chris Rock and and Will Smith. I can't think of anybody. I mean, I, I guess Beyonce is someone that I love and adore, but she's she, yeah. she keeps it, she keeps it close to the to the vest. That's she's what I'm like, talking about. That's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, anybody, yeah. yeah not, control You control know, your business. Yeah, man. she's not. She's not um, making any waves. She got her own Will Smith It's Solange, right?
1: Yeah. She got, <laughs> she <got her> own. <laughs> Solange handle that. Oh, oh shit, I we have Will it? Smith all day if you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to get to your company too, oh, yeah, pop exactly. That's exactly. very yeah, important, exactly. so. Um,
0: so tell us about pop viewers. Uh, I've, I've had a chance to go online, download it. Let's go. Uh, give our give our listeners a view into. Uh, pop viewers and why you created it, what's the thoughts behind it and you
3: know what's the impact you want to have on the world. Thank you. Well, it's an app. You can download it now on the Apple App Lab Store and it allows you to uh, discover new content to watch across all platforms not just Netflix, what they'll tell you to watch on Netflix, but you can look on uh, our app and see what people are talking about and what's trending on Hulu, Amazon um, HBO Max It's a really a discovery because people now spend 21 minutes a day discovering or trying to figure out what to watch next pop viewers that one stop shop that as we learn more about you as you swipe on more shows like tinder um we're beginning to learn more about you and be able to suggest content um for you then you can leave quick video reactions to what you're watching kind of like a snapchat um Mm -hmm. that we're learning that people they might see a movie poster or a tv show poster on a bus or a subway platform but it's that human being that told them I watched this and that said I liked yeah. it or I didn't like it or I liked yeah. it for this reason that I believe is like the thing that gets folks into the circus tent. More so than even an interview on the Today Show or Good Morning America or anything. I think it's that human touch. So you see people on our app that have reacted positively or negatively um, to shows and movies and you're able to um, make your decision to watch based on that. And my, you know, this has been what I've covered for the past 10 years. I've been working in the industry. And I've been able to go see so many movies, so many shows in advance. Uh, I recently had a, a a job with Fandango and Rotten Tomatoes about three years ago and I was seeing a lot of movies oftentimes nine months prior to them hitting theaters and what I begin to recognize is that critics have groupthink so often not always, but very very often you walk out of a screening and you're you're around the biggest critics in Hollywood or in the industry and they're all kind of walking out yeah you know. If this one says, says that they hated it or it was bad for this reason, they kind of pile on to that. And they don't want to go write a piece oftentimes that speaks to what they really felt. So I wanted to create a platform that can be just as powerful, but that um, quantifies uh, and, and amplifies the sentiment of real everyday people. So uh, how do we change the world, Clyde? You asked that question. We want to be able to Absolutely. Really take the pop viewers, um, the, the platform to the next level and let our users be a part of how we talk about a movie or a show. When you're watching your TV and you're seeing a new movie coming out in theaters, by Saturday, we should be a part of that promo. Just like Rotten Tomatoes is it was certified fresh. Pop viewers should say it's certified popping or something. And we should – our users can be a part of the marketing material. We're talking to AMC theaters right now and other theater chains about using the pop viewers' reactions to literally help promote going to the movies, which we now know people are still on the fence about going back to movie theaters, Um, having the pop viewers like a montage play before the trailers play, and then you have a QR code out in the hallway where you can actually scan and open up the app, leave a reaction and get points to buy tickets at the movie theater. Um, and additionally some some offline or, or in real in real life events. People that watch shows, that watch movies in particular shows, they want to come together. Like almost like Comic Con, but but but, yep. but but more like watch parties at bars uh, at venues that aren't being really used, bringing folks together, getting Netflix or Hulu or Amazon to sponsor, and we're getting some really great feedback from the studios about how they can make these things happen. Um, but giving giving our pop viewers that sort of intimate VIP access that the major critics get, because right now there's so many shows, there's so many movies, yep. and there's so many eyeballs, and we got to celebrate folks that are paying
1: subscriptions and watching all this yeah. stuff. Jump into the analytics because the that's where a, a nerd like me comes in and I'm like, oh, right, I should park some money with this kid. You you so you've got the analytics, yeah. you got the numbers that you can then upsell to, hey, this is, these are the trends. Yeah. This is where money should be parked and you can re- reallocate capital towards, oh, these are the trends, people of color, what, women, yes. whatever we should put. Money towards these types of projects because guess what, it's resonating on the data we have. Yep. So you start selling it. That's what had me. Slide number, five, gotcha. I'm, I'm right now, slide number five, man. I'm gonna tell you right now. Slide number five had me like, oh, that dude's got it. You man. guys might have heard that,
3: <laughs> that, that that Nielsen sold this past week for uh, yep. sixteen billion dollars. Crazy, crazy yep. amount of money. But what we also learned over the past couple of years is that Nielsen, they're although every network, every studio had a deal with them, they're not really getting it right. They're not able to account for. Um, how many people are actually watching shows how long they're watching them for so what we're learning is that the studios the content creators their advertisers they are chomping at the bit for analytics and they're willing to pay a lot more than what you guys think that they would be to get a sort of glimpse into what people are watching and what they're feeling about what they're watching so a whole sort Mm -hmm. of business model side of Pop Viewers is to beef up and continue to get our users to, to, to tell us more about who they are and what they felt and why they're watching what they're watching. They already do that a little bit already, but we can find ways to do that a lot more and help make better content, but also um, monetize the experience of being on Pop Viewers.
1: May I ask you something. Do you mind Clyde Matthew if I jump in? Um okay. I want to ask you something on behalf of my class, because they loved Chris. Oh, I mean, absolutely you. just adored, him, man. That. So, like, okay, oh, so, and and I love my class. Dobby, Hannah, Inquan, Melitza. I call her, I, I can't, I it took me a while to get her name right. Michael, Miguel, Mickey Mouse, Melitza is how you put it. She's Serbian. Her, her cousin plays for <laughs> the Hawks, uh, Atlanta Hawks. So we're big fans of that team now. Okay, so a couple questions from them mixed in with what we're doing. Okay, so let's start over here first. The, you know, social media, you have that aspect of it, right? Yep. It becomes an act. Algorithm-based tech, YouTube, TikTok, it goes dangerous sometimes, right? It gets you in, loops you in, especially the shorter form video. We can take you, you know, uh, you you end up at some conference, end up on something, then you end up at a Trump rally, some, you know, before you know it, because the algorithms took you there. So, but in your case, you're trying to get film, viewership, content, let's drive that content. The echo chamber becomes you want to serve them stuff that justifies what they've been looking at. And actually, let's just keep serving the same stuff. How are you going to kind of build a, a part of that like so we can force them to kind of look at other things and give other things a shot? Like
3: well, other thing, I think, for that. example, if you're watching some shows on Netflix right now, like Inventing Anna or any of these like kind of true crimes uh, shows based on real life dramas, what we can see on pop viewers and this right now, you guys, what we have out that you have on your phone, it really is the MVP version of the app. As we close this round of funding, we're going to go back to the drawing board and put out a version 2.0 that will have more A.I., Uh, more sophisticated machine learning but the idea is we can show you shows and movies that are coming out or even trailers things that are coming out that fit the genre of what we already know that you like what you've already been watching Mm -hmm. you know so we're not going to send you i'm 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 not going to give you clyde if you're on pop viewers and engaging uh some nickelodeon or animated film coming out that's not going to be anything that, that you would like i believe that people now they have limited amount of time to get to what they want to find and what they want to watch. And with pop viewers, I want to make sure that our advertisement, our promos, they all delight you and they inform you and they put, and they point you in a direction of something. You're like, Oh my God, you know what? Pop viewers put me onto this show that I don't know how they knew that I would actually want to watch this, but it had the supporting actor who was in this other show that I watched that I fell in love with because I watched all nine episodes and it's on Amazon Prime. And I, and I subscribe through the app to watch the show.
0: That's amazing. And you're aggregating content across different platforms, which is, gives you that edge. Yeah. Because there are probably similar models within like Netflix uh, content recommendations. But now you're taking it where it's more accurate the way that people really watch TV. They don't watch it by... Oh, go ahead. No, go on, go on. What
3: are you going to say?
0: I was just kidding. They don't watch TV by like, I watch Netflix show. They're like, I watch in Indiana... And I watch Yellowstone and I watch Gilded Age, which are across mm-hmm. different platforms. And those are all probably the same audience member. And you're, it sounds like you're helping them discover
3: those types Absolutely. of things. Absolutely. And we're going to continue to do that. And I think with some of our partners in the future, the film studios and the distributors like the AMCs and the Regals, et cetera, you know, the, the point of conversion to buy a ticket now it's, it's so different than what it was 10 years ago. And what we oh. have that no one really has is that we can show the, the distributors and the film studios people's watch history. And then we can also work that you can buy a ticket on the pop theaters app in this next version. And we can, we can see what was that promo? What was, what have you watched uh, uh, the past 10 Netflix shows, the past 10 uh, HBO max shows? And what was that point of conversion that made you want to buy a ticket to the Batman or whatever the movie is, because people are buying less tickets. But I think that, the science is to find a way to meet them where they are, which is on their couch with dope-ass content. We have we have what I consider Oscar-worthy content in TV shows now. The TV shows yep. are giving you Oscar-worthy mm-hmm. content that you don't have to go to a movie theater to experience that anymore. The budgets are there. The acting is there. The writing is there. So for us, helping to get into the science of what it is to buy a ticket and then uh, literally be that point of purchase and figure out what the point of conversion was.
1: So Chris. let me say one thing, let me say one thing, let me say one thing. So on this thing, cause you, I, I wanna, I love what you're doing and you're the right guy to sell this, right? Thank you. Thank you. So when you're growing a social media kind of bait, a, a social media component to this app, you wanna, okay. So I know you're raising it at certain levels. So a hundred million dollar valuation is usually the right place to be when you, you want network effects, engagement loops, yep. and a stickiness factor, okay. but you want them to grow organically but scale quickly, this is what I've seen because I, I have to look at these all the time. So just make sure you get keep – I'm, I'm loving it. It looks like you have those things at play. Now, if you look at the, the Trump social, I'm not even trying to knock it. I'm just saying like, they went in at a three, three and a half billion SPAC, whatever it is. That's 30, 35 times what it should be, 100 million. Because guess what? One to 2% of these succeed over, like social media type yeah. things. But you're bringing other components. You're actually mixing four different platforms together in three. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Get that, yeah, you know, the engagement loops, keep them coming back, yep. the stickiness factor, because you don't want to get everyone on board as you're working kinks out and then they start to churn beforehand. Yeah. Just, I'm looking forward to seeing how you work. We'll, we'll dig into this. Well, I listen, like I like it. You guys can
3: tell I got the right guy in my corner. Athul is someone that I, I, I look to right. as now. You know, he, he kind of knew I was working on this company, but now that we're at a place where it's very real, I look forward to having nice. him in his ear because he's, he's a wealth of knowledge, truly.
0: So, Chris, Chris, this is amazing. Uh, Tell our our listeners how they can find you uh, before we get ready to close out.
3: Okay, so you can find me on uh, Twitter at Witherspoon C, Instagram at Witherspoon C. That's my last name, W-I-T-H-E-R-S-P-O-O-N. And then my first initial C. Facebook, I don't really use a whole lot. But follow me on Pop Viewers. Go on, download Pop Viewers. You will yeah. see all that I'm watching. I leave a ton of reactions. I would be crying on Pop Viewers. You won't see me crying to Twitter, <laughs> But these shows make me cry. I literally pull out my phone and leave reactions with tears running on my face. So you will see the real me there. Um, all right. I think this all was, right, Chris. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. And the whiskey was hitting hitting the spot.
0: We, yeah, we're going to let you, you're not going to let you go that fast. <laughs> <before> we, <laughs> more we, got, we, got, we got a couple more things we need to do quickly.
3: Yes. Uh,
0: tell us about, your bullet bourbon experience.
3: Okay. Okay. So essentially my friends, uh, they came over late to the, an Oscar watch party. Two of my friends. There were like six people already here. And they ordered liquor. I'm like, you're you going to do that. And one of them was bullet bourbon. Uh, about a half an hour of them being here, the slap happened. And we had to open up the bourbon and pull out shot glasses, and just That's kept rewinding nice. the slap over and over and over again, just trying to unpack what really happened. And just yeah. really it, drinking, it. it was it was an experience that was truly triggering. I ain't gonna lie because I wasn't expecting it, um, and that bullet bourbon saved our lives. <laughs> I mean, bullet bourbon. It That's
2: like- not a. If that's not an advertisement for alcohol, on, I don't know. know what it is. <laughs> Come
3: on, triggering, triggering bullet bourbon. Like it all fits together. Oh, oh look, look at this good. guy! Come on. Yeah. Amazing. All past Amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. So, thank you for that, Chris. Appreciate. It. Um, we appreciate that, and our listeners know we're well. I'm a fan of bullet. I like to mix it. Uh, bullet bourbon lemonade is my favorite. Um, but you know, it's one of the times where you know someone who comes on. Drinks it straight. Really
3: appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you. Well, Clyde, I see trees behind you right now. That means you got a nice house and probably a nice. Yard. He's in a penthouse. It's, a, it's an, an estate. A deal, so I, I like to get invited to the cookout this summer, and I'm absolutely, a bottle of, absolutely, a bottle a bullet. Okay, Chris, Chris, it's, yeah, an,
2: it's an estate. I can, I can, I can, I'm good at looking
3: at trees in the background. Right? I'm zooming in. I can tell you got a nice backyard. There's a, there's a nice backyard here. I, I'm inviting myself to the. the- hey, <laughs> come, on, okay.
0: come on with it, Chris. Come on with it. So, my admission is to you we like to do what we call shit you should know. Really quickly, what's going on in the world, what you want our listeners to know about that maybe you're leaning into. It could be a book you're reading, a okay. show you're watching, okay. new tech company that you're aware of, uh, anything like that. So, Atul, you go first. He oh, sure. and, sure. and, and, and normally, Atul, normally, we're supposed to do one. Atul will be like, I'm going to do 35, <laughs> and we'll be here all night. So, Atul, do your one and a half.
1: All right, you got three. You got it. April eighth, Fordham Finance Society with the school that I'm teaching at the university. They're, they're having uh They invited me to. I'm not a speaker. I'm. A, I'm moderating. I'm not cool enough to be on the panel. I'm just moderating a capital markets panel. They're doing the FinTech a fintech thing. Ago. April eighth, Friday. Come through. Um, it's gonna be good. CBI, CIBC, Jeffries, EY, Capital Markets. I'll be interviewing a couple cats like that. I'm gonna say a couple more. Um, Ray Dalio. I've mentioned this book several times. What everything happening in Europe, Russia. You want to know how to park money moving forward? Get back on this book, The New World Order. There are charts in there. That just get that book and buy it. That's not an audiobook. I can't read well. I like to listen to books, but so I bought that book physically because um I want to re I, I go back and visit those charts because it shows you historically what's happened with empires, wars, and how it's going to dictate maybe our future. And it's shit's kind of coming true. So maybe get on the book. One more thing, man. You know, I met Chris through Denise Bennett.
2: Oh, yeah. How's it? Right. it? I got to give Shout them props. Out. Yeah. And
1: Denise Bennett's how I got into Namek, and I met Clyde and AG. So she's yeah. it's four degrees of Kevin. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Denise Bennett. Boom. Did it. <laughs> there you go, Denise. Give you some love. <laughs> All right.
0: All uh, right, AG, go, because I know you have to run. So. Oh, yeah, I
2: have to run. So mine's real quick, as usual. You know, I, I'm I looking at the tech industry, and one of the biggest things that have come across my plate recently is the hiring boom, not just in tech, but in particular area of AI. And what's really astounding, so far, it's been a 42% increase in hiring in the AI industry, which are focused around uh, AI architects, machine learning engineers. And that's coming from not just tech, traditional tech, but it's also coming from the power industry and the DOD. They are hiring at a clip that is Mm. unbelievable. And there's nobody in the US, even internationally, that can meet the hiring demands going on. So as over the next five to 10 years, because AI is a lot more complicated than what we think it is, mm. right? It, mm. It's a lot of layers to it. There's the psychological side of AI that's come up in a lot of aspects about how, you know, the police use it. Um, so there's a lot that we wanna, we, we can unpack around AI. And I think that's something where we're gonna really talk about, but uh, just, this is just a little nugget. So for all the people here who have uh, kids and they wanna, want them child to be the next software developer, think about AI.
0: Love that. Amazing. Love amazing. That. And then uh so for me, I'll do really quickly. Uh I wanted to shout out uh Fred Smith, who's uh the founder of FedEx. Um he pretty much was in charge of this company for 50 years, CEO. He's retiring on June 1st. Um, I will do a shout out though and kind of bring it all together, uh, that he did appoint an
1: Indian CEO. Wait, and you will to sh- say this? Glenn? I, I, go I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm one of those. I say, I, hey, I, man, can you make it rain? No, I'm the wrong type, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a myth. <laughs> but but I, I did want to shout it out because uh,
0: I shared a a, a a post with the group earlier. How you know, essentially, like almost 20 CEOs are of Indian descent, and you know, Fred Smith appointed a uh, great operator, Raj uh, Sub. Bruh, man. i walk you through it. I'll walk you
3: through it. i walk
0: <laughs> you through go. it. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, everyone. Everyone knows I struggle with that. So, that's I just want to shout oh that out. God. So that's my shit you know. I'm gonna have Fred Smith. To, we're
2: going to have to take a clip of that one. Right? And, 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 like, And here comes the tool. I'm going to
1: walk you through it. I'm going to walk whoa, you through it. Hit you with something else up, man. You
0: can't <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So that's my that's my shit you know. Fred Smith. Long-time operator, probably the longest serving CEO of a company, founder yeah. and CEO of FedEx. Uh was around for 50 years, just retired, Stepping down and put in place
1: an Indian uh, new CEO, CEO. Can I can I give props to Clyde? This is the first time he's acknowledged that there, there are Indians go. in the world. No. <laughs> right, Everything God. relates to Jay Z to his guy.
3: Yeah. Oh all right, God. go ahead, Chris. You got well, so you right. know I think I'm gonna to to, to piggyback on Clyde and, and speak on some, something that's very Indian centric because I'm I'm really somebody who's all about inclusivity. Uh, it's a show that I'm loving right now, Bridgerton season two on Netflix uh, with Shonda Rhimes. You know, people thought that the show couldn't go on without the Duke who was. Uh, that pretty dude, um, yeah. You know, he left the beautiful one. He's gone. Um, but there are two sisters on the show, the Sharma sisters, who are from India. Yes. that are the leads of the show, and it really is the I think it's the first time in 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 this country that we've had a show like Bridgerton, the number one show in the country, that has that kind of a story that is showcasing Indian women that are, uh, you know, they're British. Um, but 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 Chris. beautiful and stunning and so talented and I wanted to give uh, props to Shonda as a black woman at Netflix She's now had two shows inventing Anna and now this show in the span of one month that have been number one worldwide. Christ so yeah, shout out Chris. to Shonda Thank, Ron. You, Thank, Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. You're very welcome. Yes. Keeping Chris, it on TV. Spot,
2: Chris, spot on 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 the the, the charm the the women playing. Are the you watching? Are they beautiful? Oh I have my. Listen. Did they pick some? Great, a, hey, we a, got some beautiful ones, but sometimes a, they don't I don't put them a, on screen. I got my pregnant, I pre- my pregnant, my pregnant girlfriend. We sit here on Friday night. That's what we watch. Okay, congratulations, okay. there you You know what? And a lot of people thought that the show stunning.
3: could go on without stunning. without Roger, but then now the love stories are around these two sisters, and they are absolutely Simone Ashley, the sister, oh, the sister, this stunning, yes. arguably yes. probably one of the most beautiful in the world. Yeah,
1: let me stop. Oh, I'm in now.
2: Let me stop before I get in trouble. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we just
1: finished I'll clean up for you. We just finished the Anna Delvey, whatever that show was. We finished Anna yeah. just yesterday, last night. So we're gonna we're on Bridgerton tonight. Here we go. See Here we my go. Baby, Let's man. go. Let's amazing, go. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So Chris,
0: this has been a great episode. Thank you for we really having appreciate me. your time for joining us on the Whiskey Hue. Uh tell all your friends about it everyone make sure you download check out pop viewers um great app great concept we're going to be looking out for it and you know wish you nothing but great success thank you thank you for listening to whiskey hugh peace